Well, should we just fucking do it? Let's do it. Hello, party Hello, people! Party people! It has been a really long time. It's been at least like 1,200 generations of fruit flies. And, oh, excuse me? Like, fruit flies. Like, 12 generations of fruit well, flies. Well, how long do fruit flies live for? Oh, very short. I mean, at least. Okay. Probably. Is probably it, it's probably t- more than that. Are we talking like a 24-hour period sort of situation? Like, how long do they live? I don't know. I just know they, they don't live very long. Well, if you're going to present us with this conundrum, you have to come with facts. Dan, I can't always be, like, having these facts. Well, then don't bring I it up. I can't always say things that are accurate. <laughs> You never do. I never do. Well, welcome back, everyone. It has been a journey to get here, and we're so excited to be back. And Madeline, are we calling this season three? Season three! Season three. Uh, season two was a little short, but I think I think it was enough of a break we could call this season three. Season two was a mini-series. It was a mini-series. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We had a writer's strike. We had a, you know what? Honestly, yes. We had a writer's <laughs> strike, and we we were striking against ourselves. Yeah. So. <laughs> but we're back. We don't pay ourselves enough. <laughs> we truly don't pay ourselves anything, so if anybody knows of any sponsors, we could really use it to pay some of the bills for like our server space and some of the software we use but yeah so if you know any sponsors just yeah. let us know could i use it for like general overhead which would yeah. be my apartment which means my rent i mean that might be considered embezzling and i, d- <laughs> I don't think you could do that or that i would allow that to happen i don't think that's what embezzlement is well i don't think you know what that word means if you're taking our money and using it for your own personal goods that is embezzlement she says as she gives me this really creepy like yeah you're right look (laughs) (laughs) so for those of you who forgot that we existed we will just give you a little recap of what we do here and why we're here and uh, why you're excited to listen to us again we are the grim cities yes Yes. it feels good coming off the tongue it's been so long we're the grim cities and we are a podcast and we are a podcast specifically about spooky, creepy, paranormal, and more, all happening in the Twin Cities and sometimes beyond. Beyond. We just talk about creepy shit. Yeah. And I love it. I'm going to tell you right now, Dan, we're going to talk about the beyond today. Ooh, I'm excited. The ultimate beyond. This is perfect because it is the beginning of season three. And when this graces our listeners' ears, it will officially be spooky season. season. Our favorite time of year. Our favorite time of year. I know. I already have some of my spooky decorations out. Yeah, okay. So let's just take a quick break, everyone, and talk about this. So Madeline, is it okay if I tell people that you recently took this awesome second side hustle? It's totally fine. Love, right? Yeah. So you're working at Patina. Patina. For a little bit of like side hustle action, right? Yes. Okay. And for anybody who's not local to the Twin Cities, it's kind of like a gift shop, novelty kind of yeah. kind of establishment. It's very popular. I would say it's semi akin to like Pier 1 imports 
Yes, but a lot nicer. But a lot nicer. And a lot more fun. And a lot more curated, I would yes. say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I just wanted to bring this up because the listeners deserve to know, you mentioned that you have purchased a lot of decorations. I sure they are gorgeous, <laughs> but I'm afraid that you are using all of your new earned <laughs> cash and putting it back into the store that you're supposed to be making money from. I was telling someone the other day, I don't think that I've worked one shift where I have not bought something afterwards you know <laughs> or during I support it but I also just had to bring it up and you know I feel no shame you shouldn't feel shame I feel none good I mean the items are very cute and you are getting a discount so we love to see I'm that ge- yeah I am getting a discount and you are benefiting my friend from the lake house home scent yes which is clove cypress and cinnamon it smells so divine if you want one of these candles you know where to find me yeah at one of the local patinas. <laughs> oh, do you like switch around to different stores? No, I just uh, work at the. Oh, okay. The yeah, one I mean, closer you, to me. Yeah, you don't have to say. But you don't it. have to come to mine, is what I mean. Oh, I see. Like you can go to like one of the suburban ones. But the candle does smell amazing, and it has one of those amazing wooden wicks that crackle, mm-hmm. and I love that. You guys probably can't hear it through the microphones, but it is very pleasant. We should record it. it later. Get a little <gasps> B-roll. Oh yeah, a little. Or. Other things I recently bought is I showed this to Dan, but I bought us a digital recorder so we can start doing day trips and road trips and recording things. And get spooky, recordings for you guys to listen to. Should I play what we have so far? (laughs) Yes, you should. You already played it for me, but I want to hear it again. Yes, I'm going to hold it up to my microphone, okay? So everyone, this is what we have. This is an EVP Mm -hmm. that we picked up. Yeah. So here it is. You're hearing it here for the first time. <laughs> it was even more ridiculous the second time I heard it. <laughs> oh, good. I love it, but it was so ridiculous. That was not an EVP. That was Madeline. And it actually sounds really good, though. I think you got a really nice recorder. Thank you. Yeah, I did a little bit of research. Yeah. But I didn't have to do much, which was nice, because this was on most of the list for best quality for your buck ah great because you could buy ones over 300 but i was not about to do that no well and then you know we can't do that because when we do bring this to haunted places and record we're gonna get scared and drop it so we don't want something like super expensive well i know and she's so sleek yeah she's so sleek she's so she can fit in your pocket i know maybe we'll post a picture of it on social media definitely posting a picture i love that I'll get some pictures. So enough blabbering from us. Let's start off with a segment that we haven't gotten to do in a long time. And that is Horror Headlines. Horror Headlines. Oh, I love Horror Headlines. So Madeline, would you like to describe to the listeners what Horror Headlines are? Dan, I would love to do that. Basically, what we do is we take a piece of horror news that we might have seen, read, witnessed mm-hmm. in recent weeks and we talk about it on here and it's always a surprise to one another it I is have no we idea never what tell yours is and you don't know what mine is yeah we never tell each other we've been holding ours back for a while oh yeah it's been a couple months that i've had a few of them the one i'm gonna tell you tonight is actually new though but Ooh. yeah the one that i'm gonna tell you i tried to tell you and you kept saying don't tell me <laughs> so, i did because so i, I like to be surprised i know that was really good that shows my level of restraint which wow. i don't well also all the patina 
items in my house shows my level of restraint. But the pattern here is it's non-existent. I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who wants to go first? You should. Me? Yeah, mine leads into the topic. Ooh, I love a good segue. I'm all about a segue. I want to ride a segue. I was just going to say all about a segue, and I'm not talking about the conversation. Yeah, but I've never rode one. Mm -mm. I would love to. All right. Well, I guess I will start. So my horror headline was brought to my attention just this last week, Madeline. So we were at my boyfriend Jake's house. It was me, Jake, Cody, and Max, friends of the pod. Shout out. Shout out. Oh my God, our first shout out of the year. I love that. So we were hanging out at Jake's place, just watching some YouTube videos, having a few drinkies, you know, and they brought up probably the most exciting thing I've heard all year. I was not aware this existed and they showed me a video about it and I am so excited. So I'm actually a little nervous now. No, you're going to love it and I'm going to show you the video too. So little backstory is Jake and Cody are very big gamers. They love to play video games, stuff like that, right? So... They introduced me. I think it came out last year, so it's like really new. The graphics are great. There is a horror video game. What? Madeline. What? That you play multiplayer with your friends in the same room. What? Yes. What? So I think it's on PS4, PS5. And each person gets a certain amount of time as their character. And then you pass the controller to the next character who then does their segment. It like follows this horror storyline where you're going through this house and you're exploring and creepy things are happening. And it's like a teamwork thing. How freaking cool is that? I have to see this video. Okay, well, I'm going to show you after I tell you what it's called, because I feel like you need to know. So it is actually part of a series, I guess. There's several. Um, I don't know exactly how many there are. So Max, Cody, Jake, write into the pod and let us know. And I'll tell everybody next time. But it's called the Dark Pictures Anthology. And this particular game is called The Devil in Me. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Yes. I'm out. (laughs) No, you're so in. So the four of us, me, Cody, Max, and Jake are going to play it one day, but you need to come and play it. And anybody else who wants to join us, I think would be amazing to get a full group together. That would be a really fun event during the Halloween season. I'm all for this. Will you host this? I sure will. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sitting here okay. like, okay, what day? Like, who has a PS4 or 5 okay. or whatever? We'll leave the video game consoles and acquiring the game itself to Jake and Cody. They're the experts. But before we even dive into the dates, why don't I just show you the video? Just take a step back and watch it. You're gonna freak. You're gonna love it. Okay, are you I'm ready, scared. Madeline? No, I'm not. I'm ah! Okay, here we go. Ooh. Let me turn up the volume. Full effect. I already don't like this, Dan. Just wait. It no. gets even better. No. Lonnet Entertainment. Charles Lonnet, please. Ooh, they're British. Speaking. They're British. We love British. We love My name is Grantham Dumet. I'm in a privileged position. Ooh. What do we know about this guy? The graphics are He's so rich. good. He's, a He's obsessed with H.H. Holmes. 
totally sane, I'm sure. Yeah, that house did not Some look like it was a video game. No, I know, and I think that's what's going to make it even spookier. There's a sh it's so ton immersive. of killer footage to be had here. My time is at a premium. We need to do this today. What the f*** is this? Oh my god. Are you shooting any of this? No one. Oh, and they keep like, oh, I did not care for that. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> and they keep bleeping out the spoilers in this trailer. It's super weird. What happened? What the? Go. What is this? It's a fucking booby trap. Oh my god. <laughs> I've told you what I have. Please don't waste my time. No. Am I sending the car or not? What? Doesn't that look so yes, good? That looks so scary. Oh, it looks so good. I literally cannot wait. So is it like a mystery? So to my understanding, it's like a little bit of a mystery. It's got elements of uncovering a story, but I think it's also a little bit of like a survival game. What? Where you're trying to escape this house together and like survive. But yeah, I've heard of plenty of horror games before. You know, there's those games where you're like in the middle of the woods, you're trying to survive, whatever. Yeah. But I've never before heard of a collaborative multiplayer one that you play with your friends. No, like, like a, co yeah, a cooperative isn't Endeavor? that so cool? That is so clever. That's going to be so much fun. I okay. know. Who, what, how, where, when. Okay. We know why. We do know why. Because yeah. it looks fucking amazing. So as far as the how, I'm going to leave the video game console and the game itself acquiring all that to Jake and Cody because they are the experts. They are the experts. But I mean, I'll even pay for the game if I need to. Oh, heck yeah. Right? And you said it's a series? Let's get two. We could. We could get a bunch of that them. That could be a business expense. See? Now, see, that we actually could use our money for because we're using it for the podcast. Oh, my God. I get it now. See, you're learning how business expenses work. Amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just so excited. And we're going to play it this fall. And it's going to be so much fun. I think. It's going to be so cozy. It's going to be. And what's more cozy than murder while you're sitting on the couch <laughs> with friends? Yeah, I think Max, Cody, Jake, me, we're all going to play it. And obviously you and then whoever else wants to come. Oh, yeah. Yes. Ooh. Okay, I'm so excited. Okay. I'm so excited. Ooh, yes. I'll bring popcorn. I'll bring, well, booze, of course. And I don't know. Honestly, just be ready to scream. Like, have your vocal cords warmed up and everything. I will. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it that's my horror headline i just got super excited about it they showed it to me and i was like I need i'm to super play excited about it i'm glad you showed it excellent first horror headline of the season are you kidding me thank you like that set the tone this also might be one of my favorite horror headlines of all time of all time because it like gives us something to look forward to as a group and instead of something that we enjoy individually yes yes oh! Yes. So thank you, Jake, Cody, and Max for showing me this. Shout out to you guys. You're the best. Woo! I'm fast clapping. I'm, I'm so fast excited. Clapping. <laughs> I would clap too, but my computer will fall off my yeah, lap. That's fair. That's I'm fair. Sorry. So that's it. Try to top that. Bitch. I, I... <laughs> wow. Them's fighting words. Them's fighting words. I'm just going to fix my little microphone real quick. So I think I saw it slipping just like my mind. Oh, girl. Don't I know it. Mine too. 
Okay. Are you ready for mine? I mine is so much less exciting. No, but I'm, I'm so still excited, excited about mine. They're, okay. No, we're not Dan- gonna do that. We're gonna be equally excited about both. Yeah. They're different, and different is good. That's good. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right, lay it on me, baby, lay it on me. Oh, Dan, I watched Alien. Wait. Finally, like all the way through. Yeah. <gasps> you did not, Madeline. Yeah. Well, we skipped the chest burst scene, but I watched it. Madeline, you watched it. <laughs> All the way through. I watched it. This has been a multiple year journey for you. This has been a lifelong journey. What are you talking about? about? This isn't as exciting as my story. This is like (laughs) something I was excited. I'm excited about it. This is something we've been waiting for for years. I know. Thank you. This is amazing. I watched it with my brother over the summer. And he was really proud of me. And now we're going to watch Aliens. So I'm really excited to do that too. Okay. I'm so excited and I am happy to hear that you watched it with your brother because I feel like all hell would have broke loose if you watched it on your own without him. I don't think he would ever speak to you again. I think that it would take years. (laughs) Yeah. So Charlie, good job. Yes, shout out to Charlie, first of all. But also, okay, for context, people who don't know how scared I am of this movie, I have been terrified of this movie since I think I was less than 10 years old at least. This has been a lifelong fear of mine to the point where... I didn't have dreams and nightmares that I was on the alien ship and fighting aliens. I had dreams and nightmares that I was in the same room and the movie was playing. But for some reason, I was unable to close my eyes and shut my ears. Yep. Shut my ears. I I know what you meant. (laughs) I know what you meant. (laughs) You know. You know. Plug my ears. I get it. But yes, it's been a deep-rooted fear, I would say. And I I did it. And you did it. I'm so proud. Also, I want to take a quick moment to give one quick shout out to our other friend of the pod, Javi, because I know he's going to hear this and he's going to say, why does Madeline keep saying nightmare instead of nightmare? What? (laughs) Do you remember when he tweeted us and was like, why does Madeline pronounce that word so weird? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I listened back to the podcast and I was like, oh, you do pronounce it slightly strange you pronounce it almost like schmear like night night schmear instead of nightmare why would you choose that word do you ever think that maybe it's because i'm not talking about a bad dream i'm talking about a night horse Ooh, that could be it yeah also schmear get out of here (laughs) anyway back to your story i just said i know he was gonna call that out so i thought i'd get ahead of the story nightmare also we you know what javi we love you but we're not gonna tolerate judgment of us on this podcast so yeah (laughs) okay no i people can judge us i don't care (laughs) i mean i don't care all right but back to the movie it's scary it was good yeah i actually did like it i've rewatched it since then oh okay so like now that you've gotten it over with it's not as scary as it used to be oh no it's still scary oh it's still terrifying yeah i rewatched the first one and charlie messaged me within a couple of days saying hey we're gonna watch aliens and i said i just rewatched the first one i'm gonna need a minute yeah like i need to detox i just got over a major life fear give me a couple of moments please yeah uh, please thank you (laughs) i'm so proud of you madeline i'm so 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 proud of you so in celebration okay for some reason i guess i decided to watch this movie the same summer that the u.s government has decided to say yeah 
Yeah. There are unidentified things out there, guys. Yeah, I did also read that this summer. I guess I just thought I'd jump right into that for today. Ooh, so you weren't kidding when you said it's out of this world. Yeah. I love that. The beyond. Ooh, the beyond. Yes. Ooh, okay. So we're talking about UFOs. We are. Potentially alien life. What are we talking? Tell me everything. All of the above. All right, lay it on me. Recent events within this. Yes. Okay, so, damn. Let me tell you. Okay. First of all, it's not UFO anymore. Get with it. Oh, what is it? It's UAP. Unidentified what? So it's unidentified anomalous phenomena. Oh, you know what? I love that because it is less cliche. It sounds much more sophisticated and smart. Mm -hmm. This is great. When did they change it to UAP? So around December 2022, it was unidentified aerial phenomena. Oh, but that's not always technically true. Exactly. Because they could not be in the air, right? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly why they changed it, because they said... We don't know. I mean, you could always find something new in the ocean, wow. which made me even more scared. But well, that's fine. I mean, we there is a ton of our ocean that we have not even started to get glimpses of. <sighs> I don't cut it's I just, so just, vast. It, that literally just sent shivers down my spine. Yeah. We should do an episode on that. We really should. I'm sure um, there's a bunch of spooky, creepy stuff down there. Yes, I'm sure that there is. Yeah. I mean, X-Files. Including Peppy and all of our other aquatic. Oh, yeah. What am I talking about? I love that. Okay, so UAP. Yes, UAP. So last year, in October 2022, NASA created the UAP study team. It had 16 scientists dedicated to analyzing data related to unidentified anomalous phenomena, sightings, and events. I'm just going to say UAP for the rest of the episode. Yeah, I was going to say, that's going to get really tough to say if we got to say the whole thing every time. Yeah. We're smart, Um, but not that smart. Okay, they were given nine months, essentially, to develop a plan on how they will gather that data and And come up with analysis procedures, essentially. Yeah. So... That report was actually released last Thursday at 8.30 a.m. So that would have been September 14th. Oh, my 2023. God. Yeah. So that very recently. So recently. And the mm-hmm. fact that it took them from December to September, almost a full year mm-hmm. to get this report together and release. Wow. That's yep. crazy. So they also held a press conference that day explaining what they found over the past year. And that was held at 9 a.m. Central Time. So okay. here's the deal. I didn't watch it yet because we had planned to record that day. <gasps> and so I, d- I didn't have a chance to watch it. And then over the past week, I just didn't think about doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's on me i apologize i should have watched it well but we should watch it together oh that would be fun I'd yes like that. i'd like that very much let's do it but since then they did host a conference back in may 2023 citing that most of the incidents that they have out there have been explained as known objects okay but that being said the government means business now so last year they created this all domain anomaly resolution office which was dedicated to the transparency between public and government on uaps while offering witnesses that come forward protection from retaliation that's really important because a lot of people who come forward who say i experienced this are stigmatized yeah absolutely stigmatized and even targeted mm -hmm, exactly absolutely which is important to have that out there because on july 14th of 2023 a new amendment called the Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Disclosure Act of 2023 was introduced by Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York and Senator Mike Rounds of South Dakota. 
And it sits under the National Defense Authorization Act. Wow. So, Dan, you have a series of notes. Oh, okay. I do. So, I would like you to read the first one. It talks a little bit more about just what that bill entails. Okay. I will also point out that it says UFO sightings in Minnesota on this note, and you just specifically told us that it was UAP. That was before I learned. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) All right. So, the note says it would direct the National Archives and Records Administration to create a collection of records to be known as the UAP Records Collection and direct every government office to identify which records would fall into this collection. The UAP Records Collection would carry the presumption of immediate disclosure, which means a review board would have to provide a reasoning for the documents to stay classified. Oh, so it's just automatically supposed to be public and disclosed unless the review board says for some reason there's a security measure that means this has to stay classified. So it's almost like reversing how the government has approached these in the past where they keep everything classified until like years and years later when it finally becomes declassified. Mm -hmm. It's almost turning that on its head and saying, no, this is going to be public discourse unless otherwise decided. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, it's wild. So it's based on a similar legislation for the President John F. Kennedy Assassination Records Collection Act of 1992, which mandated that information on assassins is made public at maximum 25 years after assassination. Okay. So that was when they were still investigating what had happened. So that same month, about a week later, on July 26th, a hearing convened with the U.S. Committee of Oversight and Accountability at the Capitol. Okay. There are three testimonies that were provided that day by three different men. So David Grush, Ryan Graves, and David Frever. So David Grush worked for the U.S. Air Force and the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency for 14 years. Okay. And he gave his testimony that day, which we have quotes from. So David Grush worked for the U.S. Air Force and the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency for 14 years. Yes. So from there, he was a part of two task forces with the Pentagon. So holding the title of former National Reconnaissance Officer of Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Task Force. So they all provided testimony that can be found on the Committee of Oversight and Accountability website. But you can also watch the entire hearing for two and a half hours if you wanted to. Okay. Which I did. You did? Yeah. (laughs) You watched the whole two hours? I didn't watch the whole two hours. Oh, okay. There was like a good amount that was just essentially taking attendance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. Motion to move. We can provide those links, by the way, to anybody who wants to read the full testimonies. So each witness recounted the times that they had seen UAPs during their career along with the action taken by their commanding officers after a report. So Ryan Graves told the story of a UAP he and other bared witness to in 2014 near Virginia Beach. And that is where we pull the testimony that Dan is going to read here. I just want to let people know I did edit through it for brevity of the scenario. Good to know. So this is a quote pulled from Ryan Graves' testimony. Yep. Upon upgrade to our radar system, we began to detect unknown objects in our airspace. Initially dismissed as software glitches, we soon corroborated these radar tracks with infrared sensors, confirming their physical presence. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Over time, UAP sightings became an open secret among our air crew. They were a common occurrence seen by most of my colleagues on radar and occasionally up close. The sightings were so frequent that they became part of our daily briefs. Holy shit. (laughs) And they've just had to sit on this information and not tell anybody. That's insane. So he continues. A pivotal incident occurred during an air combat training mission in Warning Area W-72. 
Just at the moment the two jets crossed the threshold, one of the pilots saw a dark gray cube inside of a clear sphere. What? What? A dark gray what? cube inside of a clear sphere. That yeah. what even is I that? I don't know. Motionless against the wind, fixed directly at entry point. The jets, only 100 feet apart, were forced to take evasive action. They terminated the mission immediately and returned to base. Our squadron submitted a safety report, but there was no official acknowledgement of the incident and no further mechanism to report the sightings. What in the actual fuck? Is that not so unsettling? That is so unsettling. The fact that it was just at the edge of that threshold, just sitting there? Sitting there. And it's a cube in a clear sphere? What? I don't know. I don't know. Unidentified. Anomalous. <laughs> that is insane. That's actually really cool, though. I also love it because when people think of what used to be UFOs and now UAPs, you know, everybody comes with the notion of, oh, it's like a flying saucer with like yeah. little green men yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is way more interesting to me because it's like, if we are actually experiencing UAPs, of course they're not going to be stereotypical. It's going to be weird things that we can't explain. Like, that's insane. Yeah, it's going to be weird things that we probably couldn't even imagine. Right. Oh, my God. Like a dark cube in a sphere. That is insane. Oh, my God. Okay, I need to know more. You can watch the video if you really want to know. I would love to. But I will say, additionally, Graves said that one of his advisors, Rear Admiral Tim Gallaudet, received an email from his boss with the subject, Urgent Safety of Flight Issue. And in the text was the video of the Go Fast UAP video taken in 2015, which has since then been declassified. You can find it on YouTube if you want to. Okay, we're watching that immediately after this. Yes, yeah. It's weird, and what makes it even more unsettling is you can hear the pilots reacting to it. Oh, that's so crazy. So the next day after that email went out, it was completely removed from the system, and nobody discussed it. What? Yeah, they just stopped talking about it. They just swept it under the rug from what he could tell. Wow. So, yeah, like we said, it's declassified now. You can watch it. And it just makes you wonder, at what authority level, like, who was the one who made the decision to sweep this under the rug? And, like, what did they know? No idea. Because, like, obviously... What did they know? Right, because obviously these pilots didn't know anything because they're like, what is this? But somebody had to know enough to be like, no, we're not going to talk about this. Because it could have been related to something else. That is so wild. That is so wild. deep, man. It goes so deep. I love this. It does. I, I, These I'm are the type of like conspiracy yeah. theories, but plausible conspiracy theories that I love because it's just so interesting and it involves real life things that are happening. See, those are the ones that I don't like because they freak me out. Ah, uh, because they're too real because they're scary. Yeah. yeah. They're I mean, that's scary because they're too real. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. But I appreciate the fact that I can't live with rose colored glasses. Yes, exactly. So. so the next testimony is from former commander David Fravor. And he described what has been called the Tic Tac, not Tic Tac, Tic Tac object, witnessed in 2004. Sorry, Gen Z. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tic Tac. So again, we have an excerpt of that. And Dan, could you please read that? Again, edited for brevity. I would love to. Please. All right. So he says, we saw a small white Tic Tac shaped object with the longitudinal axis pointing north south and moving away very abruptly over the white water. 
There were no rotors, no rotor wash, or any visible flight control surfaces like wings. We proceeded around the circle about 90 degrees from the start of our descent, and the object suddenly shifted its longitudinal axis, aligned it with my spacecraft, and began to climb in a clockwise climbing turn. What? Yeah. Just like on a dime? Yeah. That's crazy. Nothing that we've created can move that fast. No, or in that manner. Exactly. Especially not without wings. Yeah. Okay, so he continues. As we pulled nose onto the object at approximately one half of a mile with the object just left of our nose, it rapidly accelerated and disappeared right in front of our aircraft. Oh my God. Mm Mm-hmm. We immediately turned to investigate the white water, only to find that it was also gone. As we turned back to our CAP point, roughly 60 miles east, the air controller let us know that the object had reappeared at our CAP point. This tic-tac object had just traveled 60 miles in a very short period of time, less than a minute, was far superior in performance to my brand new FA-18F, and did not operate with any of the known aerodynamic principles that we expect for objects that fly in our atmosphere. In closing, I would like to say that the tic-tac object that we engaged in November 2004 was far superior to anything that we had at the time, have today, or are looking to develop in the next 10 plus years Whoa. Mm-hmm. If we, in fact, have programs that possess this technology, it needs to have oversight from those people that citizens of this great country elected to office to represent what is best for the United States and in the best interest of its citizens. I thank you for the time to speak with you today and God bless America. What? what? So he's saying that, like, not only was this something he had never seen before. But he said it was potentially something that we wouldn't even be developing in like 10 plus years. If that is the case, then you couldn't even begin to... I mean, I guess you could start studying it, but you would have so little understanding of how it actually functions that what... Right. I don't know. And what's crazy too is like, as stated in this testimonial, this was November 2004. It's now been almost... 20 years and we still don't have anything near this at least from our civilian perspective but like we don't have anything near this pill-shaped things that fly through the air what madeline this is insanity so they told another group of pilots what they saw that day and that group was the group that ended up taking the tic tac video that was released in 2017 So that's also online. So we're going to watch both the dark gray cube in the sphere and the TikTok video. Yes. Not the TikTok video. Not the TikTok There is video. probably TikToks about this TikTok, though. Oh, my God. I bet there is. We gotta, I'd love that. All right. Well, we'll find it. If not, then we create it. <laughs> this is insane. So I had been reading a little bit about this. You know, like the New York Times talked about it. Just like mm-hmm. other news outlets have really? talked about it. Because it's been in the news lately. But I didn't know it went this deep. That oh, is yeah. insane. Yes. So Grush himself said towards the ending of his testimony... It is my hope that the revelations we unearth through investigations of non-human reverse engineering programs I have reported will act as an ontological earth-shattering shock, a catalyst for global reassessment of our priorities. As we move forward on this path, we might be poised to enable extraordinary technological progress in the future where our civilization surpasses the current state of the art in propulsion, material science, energy production, and storage. So that goes in hand with what you were just saying. Yeah. Just enhance the technology of our own society. 
He continues, the knowledge we stand to gain should spur us toward a more enlightened and sustainable future, one where collective curiosity is ignited and global cooperation becomes the norm rather than the exception. Oh my God, that's amazing. See, and that's what I love too. This goes to show what we have to gain from these anomalies is so much greater than the fear that it stokes in a lot of people. Like obviously not being able to identify this object that we've never seen before is terrifying because it's unknown. You don't know what it is. You don't know how it's going to act. You don't know how it's going to behave. But if we can glean information from that that improves our own society and our own understanding of how the world works like that is amazing i think not just even the technological innovation that sits at hand but also essentially the way that government has worked in the past is very bipartisan and so what would also be innovated is that more collective collaboration between both what has historically been different sides of the aisle, right? Yeah. So that's why Robert Garcia, who is a representative from California, sums that up by saying that this shows that Democrats and Republicans in Congress can come together in a bipartisan way to cut through misinformation and look at facts in a serious and thoughtful manner. Absolutely. So this is something that's going to be bringing, like they said, the entire world together. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're all fucked. I mean, yes, because I mean, think about it this way. Like what historically has brought humans together throughout history is trying to understand the world around us, especially from things that are so beyond our knowledge that nobody has an upper Mm -hmm. hand and nobody understands it. That's going to bring people together because the only way to figure it out is to collaborate. Hopefully. Oh, my God. This is so wild, Madeline. This is so cool. Dan, can I tell you something? Yes. We're not done. Ooh, there's moss. There's moss. Next week, I'm going to tell you things that happened more locally. We're going to have Minnesota and Wisconsin sightings because I don't know if you knew this, Sheboygan is super known. Oh, yeah. They say that there are things that are sighted there all of the time. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm literally at the edge of my seat. Literally. Until we can record again. Can we record, like, today? Can we? <laughs> what are you doing in, like, five minutes? What are you doing in, like, five minutes? <laughs> and that also kind of makes me wonder, like, obviously there's hot spots on Earth that multiple people have made sightings. So, like, what is it about these hot spots or these areas I that brings know. these unidentified anomaly periphery UAPs <laughs> to these areas? Like, what is it? I don't, I don't know. That's, oh, well, hopefully we can uncover more in the next episode. <laughs> okay, this is such a great episode, Madeline. Thank you so much. Thank you for reading all those quotes. I'm Well, of course. I am so excited not only to be back, but I'm so excited and we be back. thirsty for more knowledge. Yes, um, this is fun. I know. We do and it again sometime. If we should do it again, <laughs> and we will, we promise. So, in the meantime, if any of our listeners have any related stories or sightings of their own that they want to tell us, oh my god, they need to reach out to us because that'd be absolutely amazing. Oh my god, yeah, that'd be terrifying. And there's a couple ways they can reach out to us, Madeline. How do uh, yeah, they do that? Yeah, so we are on Twitter, which is now X, I believe. Oh, geez. But we don't need to get into that. I was just going to say, don't even get me started. So Twitter. Okay, so Twitter. Yeah. At the Grim Cities. Instagram at the Grim Cities. And you can email us at the Grim Cities podcast at gmail.com. That is correct. We're also on Facebook, but does anybody even go on Facebook? Oh, and honestly, I totally forgot we were on Facebook. Well, it's because does anybody go on it? I don't don't know, but we should probably start using it more because there are people that would probably. That's also at the Grim Cities. Yeah. 
But we're so excited to be back. Thank you all for joining us for another amazing episode. And we will catch you next time, mother. Time for pizza. Yes. Did I say that both times? No, you said it the second time. Oh, really? That's so stupid. (laughs) You might want to just start that one over. (laughs) 